This is the BBC. This podcast is supported by advertising outside the UK. This is the BBC. Raj and Pablo on BBC Asian Network. Thank you for downloading the Raj and Pablo podcast. We give you the best bits of our show. Salil Acharya joins us to tell us what's happening with Karan Jahar's Takht and what Dimple Kapadia and Huma Kreshia are up to internationally. And we talk about those unexpected moments when Bollywood stars turn up in films playing a cameo role. And we're joined by Karan Balani, director of Selection Day, that you can watch on Netflix. Uh, right, let's go over to the man who knows everything that's going on in the world of Bollywood. Of course, it is Salil Ajaria. Salil, how are you doing? Very good, thank you. Um, now, so much has been said about Bharat and the advanced bookings and how they're looking. But is it true that Salman is slightly worried? Yes, he's actually very worried, especially after Tube Light and Race 3 didn't do well. And you have to understand that, you know, his heroine of this film... A walks in on a film that is uh, very, very difficult to pull off. Plus, she's also not coming off a really big round of uh, you know positive films. One with Thugs of Hindustan and Zero, both flopping very badly at the box office. Mm. Albeit, she was appreciated in Zero. But it's a very tough film. Secondly, it's a lot of money that needs to be made on this film. 300 plus crores at the box office to become profitable. Which is why from three or five minutes as a runtime, just a few days ago, they sort of cut it down to two hours, 47 minutes. Because they felt... And very obviously, that three hours, five minutes was very long for the film. Yeah. Now, you know, with all these last-minute tinkering that they're doing, uh, they've chosen a long weekend. But the thing is, uh, you know, we've seen this with Salman. The first couple of days, obviously, he's always very high with Eid. But uh, with Tube Light last year, uh, they really bombed very badly. They've tried to put a lot of things in between in this. The songs haven't kicked off at all. You know, except for slow motion, just a bit. Uh, they haven't really become like chart busters. Uh, so just remains to be seen whether purely on story and acting ability alone can they pull it off. It is going to be tough. Ali Abbas Zafar has a very good track record at the box office, but they really need to kick on. And Salman really needs this to work for him. Oh, he really does. You know, and also you have to, if I add Notebook, his production has had three massive flops in the last one and a half years. And, you know, uh, you've got Dabang that he's doing. He's going back to his own formula films. But he, Shah Rukh, everyone is facing a big uh, test of their stardom at the box office. You know, with Ayushman Kurana going from strength to strength and, mm-hmm. you know, Sushant Singh Rajput in there. You know, everyone's out there trying to experiment. It no longer is a safe haven for these stars. Uh, talking about movies bombing, um, Takht is getting, um, what, delayed because of Kalank? You know, Kalank is... Uh, actually, Dharma is also going through a very bad run. Uh, with Student of the Year 2 not doing well at the box office, with Kalank being a huge debacle at the box office... Uh, they were going to start shooting uh, Takht mid of 2019. Now, that's been shifted to 2020 early. So the release has been pushed to 2020 December types. And that could even get delayed indefinitely. You know, So they've sort of increased pre-production work. Right? They've got a big star cast. Mm. But I think uh, it's been a bit of a jolt for everyone that Dharma's films have not been working, especially where Karan Jor is involved. And, you know, so the question is being asked, had they lost touch with reality? And with the last two years of the audiences that are accepting different films, uh, now a different kind of cinema have to be presented. You know, it's not just enough to sign the big names. I mean, if a Madhuri and a Varun Dhawan and Alia Bhatt and all these big names can't work, including Sanjay Dutt, 
then there's no guarantee at all you know and if they make a tuck they've got to make it magnum opus you've got to match up to a padmavat level you've got to match up to all those levels only then will you be able to pull off a blockbuster Uh, now, uh, Shashank and Varun were meant to work together in uh, Badrinath Part Three. Is that not happening? You know, so there again, uh, what's happened is Badrinath One and Two were super hits, and they sort of worked on the magic of Shashank Khatan, the director, and Alia and Varun Dhawan. You know, story was also fun. But now, what's happened is the moment the production house has two big flops in a row, they're losing hundreds of crores. You know, is at uh, sort of stake here. This is not just like a One or two crore film. All these films are really massive films. So suddenly, Shashank Khedana said the first half is very good, but I suddenly don't think the second half is good enough. So they just put that completely on the back burner, you know. And I think this is purely because the think tank at Dharma, Shashank works with Dharma. So the pure think tank of Dharma suddenly realized, you know, nothing is just safe with the two actors right now. Yes, Varun and Alia were working at the box office. They still might work at the box office. Uh, in the same vein, but you can't just do anything that you want anymore because the audiences will not let it run. And uh, so the last year and this year as well, this has been a very bad month for Bollywood. Also, we started off very well in 2019, but all these big blockbuster films don't seem to be hitting the right notes. So everyone is sort of taking a step back. Um, now, Dimple Kabadia and Huma Qureshi—they're making waves internationally, apparently. Yes, you know it's unbelievable. Dimples doing a Christopher Nolan film, if you please. I mean, the guy who's given us Batman uh, uh, Returns and all these big films, and of course one of the greatest filmmakers of our times, and uh, Zack Snyder, who's given us 300, uh, is working with Huma Qureshi. So I'm so happy to see this. You know, earlier we had just a Frida Pinto, then there was an Ashwarya Rai. I mean, both at around the same time. And the Priyanka Chopra making a name for herself there. But now Huma Qureshi has worked. Uh, with you know the bandit like Beckham uh, with Gurinder Chadda is well abroad in London, so I think India is making a good presence there. I think Dimple Kabadi was a big surprise because Christopher Nolan keeps his cards very closely, so we know nothing of the script. Hmm. But um, uh, the one that uh, Huma Qureshi is doing is a zombie film, and I think that should really work. She's the Asian uh, leading actress in the film with Jack Snyder. I think just the fact I think she's gorgeous. I think she you know works very well for India, and I think the exposure is going to be really good. And with these girls expanding their horizons, and thereafter, there's going to be so many opportunities to work in so many of these digital series worldwide. It's a great time for actors to be out there, and uh, it's a great time for the Qureshi family because Sakib Salim is also in 1983, the, the cricket uh, mm. film based on Kapil Dev's uh, life. So I'm really happy for all these actors getting a second chance and. This is big, big news in Hollywood for us. I totally agree with you, uh, Salil. Thank you very, very much, and of course, we'll catch up with you again next week. All right, guys. Bye bye. This is BBC Asian Network. Raj and Pablo. Divangi, Divangi from Om Shanti Om. Um, and I remember we we're talking about cameos. Um, when you don't expect a certain star to turn up in a movie, and it, you kind of go, "Wow." That wow factor, or just a surprise factor, and I remember watching this song, and it was star after star after star playing cameos. And my favourite part was when Ricka walked in. She looked incredible. Do you remember this, Amon? Of course I do. Wasn't it great? Were you, were you not surprised every time you saw one star after the other? It was like, you know, when stars in the rise happens, and yeah. there's always people coming out of the smoke. It was like it's just never going to stop. Oh, yeah, exactly. I just thought, oh, no more now. That's it. There's there's no one left. And then someone else would turn I thought Rekha was brilliant. And then Salman and uh, Seth doing their little bit on top of a bar. They did a little dance thing. 
Yeah, that and looked the, the amazing. Mindo dance as well. That was cool. That, Jatindra with the shawl. Yes. That was cool. So you can just go on. <laughs> um, uh, Dr. Ashish, um, congratulations. You say you're collecting keys to a new flat today. Can you give a shout out to my dad driving me down? Uh, we hope you enjoy your new flat. Um, okay, so um, there was another cameo that really surprised me uh, in PK. Were you expecting Rambi Kapoor at the end? Of course not, and topless as well. Yeah, I know. What a nice surprise. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, then everybody everybody thought that, because he plays an alien in it, mm-hmm. and everyone thought that PK2 would be with him playing the new alien. It still could. It still could, yeah. Hum dum. Um, and uh, you know what? This really does bring back memories because I almost forgot that uh, Abhishek Bachchan, um, what, played Rani Mukherjee's husband, I think? Yeah, and... You know what I was just thinking? It's yeah. actually really sad because I, I do really like Saif Ali Khan in the film. However, yeah. Rani and Abhishek make such a good on-screen couple. I almost wish it had been the other way around. True, actually. Because Saif was great in it, don't get me wrong, but I would have loved to have seen um, Abhishek and her together because they were great in Bundy or Bubbly. They were very good in that. That's what I was thinking. Um, and, uh, well, especially that the, the little dance routine that they did <laughs> in, in, in black numbers. Um, so another one that you kind of had to think about, uh, well, I had to, is Don 2. Now, Riddick Russian in Don 2, do, does anyone remember that? Re- then he reveals himself as Sharik. It's a it's a quite a good scene because he's just, he's in this like... Um, it's like a bank. I want to say a banquet hall, but it's like a dance hall where they're all kind of yeah. they're at a dinner and a dance, and they're all going along. And you just think it's Riddick in the film, but it's in the cab, isn't it? The moment where he, it's what Tom Cruise does in one of the Mission Impossible films when he, he takes his face there off. There you go. Yeah, and then you go, oh, it's Sharuk, <laughs> and that was Riddick playing Sharuk. Well, it was a pleasant surprise. Let's put it that way. Yeah, not a bad one. No, it wasn't. Salam namaste. Um, Now, this was uh, Saif Ali Khan um, in his trunks dancing away in in some river. Like, that wasn't shocking enough. Um, Abhishek Bachchan plays a cameo in here. He turns up as, well, he delivered um, Pretty Zinta's baby in the movie, so to speak. Does she have twins or does she have one? Oh, I can't remember that. I think she has twins. She does, I think. Yeah. So he delivers the babies, but he's mad. He's not the kind of guy you'd really want in the delivery no, but room. He, no, he was a bit crazy. <laughs> but it's uh, good crazy. It was good crazy, yeah. Thank you very much for your message. Um, you haven't given us your name. You said, um, I think you've got it wrong, um, the wrong film when we said Abhishek was in Hamdum. It didn't have him in it. He, that was uh, Gabriel Vidanakana. He, he was in Hamdum. He played Samir. Exactly. He is very small. I think it's that kind of, you might even forget about it, but he obviously has a very big role in Gubby Over Than Agena. Yeah, that's kind of like a major meaty role. <laughs> um, now, something else that I totally forgot about um, was um, Shah Rukh Khan and Tabu as a couple in Satya. So you, I, you watched it, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I watched it last week because I love Satya. I love the chemistry between Vivek and um, Rani in it. And I'd completely forgotten. Yeah. And it's quite towards the end where Rani is a victim of a car accident and Thubu is the lady who sadly knocks her <laughs> over. Um, and then they're, they're trying to find who she is. And then Shahrukh, because he wants to pay for Rani's treatment, he pretends to be a husband. He's like, yep, she's my wife. I'll pay for her treatment. But he's actually covering up because Thubu is really his wife and he doesn't want her to get into trouble for knocking somebody over. <laughs> Forgot about that totally. Another one is in Yedilagi. Uh, Karishma Kapoor, who tries to hitch a lift from Saif Ali Khan. I, do you remember that scene? I do remember the scene because it's charisma. How can you forget? Well, that's true. That's true. <laughs> I'm just trying to think. I'm going to have right to. Right towards I, the end. It of the is film. at the end, isn't it? 
I'm going to have to revisit that movie because I had actually forgotten she was in it. <laughs> but she's pretty good. It's like what you said. If she's in a movie, it's a must-watch. Har dil jo karega. And we know who did a cameo in here. Uh, Shah Rukh Khan marries Rani Mukherjee, doesn't he, at the end of the movie? I thought that was... One of my favourites. That, that I love the music. But the, for that film, I love the trio of um, Salman, Priti and yeah. Rani. They've done some great films together. They have, actually. Rani and Priti have. Yes. Yeah. I wish they'd come back together and do some more movies. Maybe we'll make it happen now by talking about it. I think so. Let's, <laughs> just, let's just put it into the atmosphere. Um, now, do you remember in Andaz Apna Apna? Um, I love it when actors play themselves in movies. Juri Chavla... She's very funny in this. I, I, thought she, I think she's an incredible actress. Um, her car breaks down. Yeah. And she has to get to the studio because she's playing Julia Chavla. And then she's in a movie with who? You never think it at the time. Govinda. Yeah. Was it a really funny scene? And the, for me, it's a highlight when, is when she's trying to fix her car and she swishes her hair around with the shades on and Ari <laughs> Khan saves the day. Yeah. He's like, oh my God, he's like, it's Julia Chavla. And of course, the movie is Andaz Apna Apna. I mean, do you remember who made... A cameo in this. Priyanka Chopra Jonas. Yes, in a dream sequence. Who were you thinking of? You were, that was not who you were thinking of. Uh, Khan. Okay, yeah. He was, he was in this as well. Um, and, well, I think, blink and you miss him, really. Um, the other person who made a cameo uh, in, uh, I think, well, it was a lovely movie, Edil uh, Hemushkil. It was a bit of a weird movie. I thought it was a bit strange. Um, and but I thought Shahrukh again made a cameo. He was pretty cool in it. Yeah. Uh, and just the you know the dynamics between him and Ranbir were pretty good. And Ashwarya there. Uh, Ashwarya as well. She know. looked she looked amazing, but it was a different type of role for her, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, I really enjoyed the movie. Great soundtrack. Exactly. Hamdamari has Sanam. That was um, Ashwarya Rai and Salman Khan with the cameos and we've had a great time talking about cameos we've got one more to come but I just want to read this message out uh, Hi Pablo absolutely loving the music today my favourite cameo was Amitabh Bachchan and Hema Malni in Virzara I was at the midnight showing of the film and that really woke me up um, when they appeared that's from Nabila from Beverly East Yorkshire uh, I know that kind of feeling when you don't expect to get and they um, it, they disappear and you go wow right I know you said you've only got one more to talk about, Pablo. Yeah. But I've got to talk about the most important one. Uh-huh. You and Raj <laughs> in Namaste, England. How can and we forget that cameo? Didn't that movie do really, really that well? That woke me up in the cinema yeah. when I saw you two dancing on screen. <laughs> Possibly the worst film of the year at the moment. But never mind about that. Uh, so our final one. is Duplicate. Um, and you know who this is, don't you? Scarjo and she's getting on the train. And my favourite bit is when, like, Charlotte kind of goes, uh, excuse me, Benji. And then uh-huh. they have, like, a little dialogue. And then she's, like, as she's going off scre- screen, she's screaming, Raj. So she's looking for it. I thought it was a nice little nod to it was the Raj and Simran that Simran, we know. Simran, exactly. Now, Karen Balani is a producer and director of Selection Day, which is on Netflix. And he joins us live. Uh, Karen, welcome to the Raj and Pablo show. Thank you. Um, right, Selection Day uh, on Netflix uh, couldn't be more timely because it's to do with um, the Cricket World Cup, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. the show is actually about cricket in, uh, at the school level, inter-school level. Uh-huh. Uh, it follows the Harris Shield, which is a really famous competition in Bombay. Kind of a stepping stone to the, to the IPL or being drafted for the IPL. 
And yeah, of course, then next to the national team. And so how did the idea come about? The idea is an adaptation of uh, Arvind Adiga's novel, Selection Day. Uh-huh. And uh, we have a co-producer as well in the UK who's, uh, who had the rights to the book. And uh, Netflix loved the idea and it all just fit into place. Um, and uh, Mr. Anil Kapoor is involved as well. Yes, Anil Kapoor is a co-producer with me on this. He uh, he also just, we were in a state where we were making uh, content for the Indian market and we wanted to uh, start to export stories around the world. And this felt like the right fit to take cricket to the whole world, you know. Um, and so did you uh, Did you kind of uh, say to um, Anil Kapoor, we like to show you this proposal, would you like to get involved? Or did you know him before? No, I know him before. Uh, we've produced uh, 24 together. Uh, he was in the Indian version of 24, mm-hmm. which we did for uh, uh, Indian television. We did two seasons of that. So we had a professional relationship uh, through that. Uh, this came along and I think uh, it was just a perfect fit because we wanted to do something that uh, could really take Indian stories, could take Indian themes and uh, spread it and export it all over the world. But how, I mean, how does one go um, go around to Netflix and say, OK, we'd like to um, we'd like to put this program on? Um, yeah, I think uh, it's a working relationship that you have with a lot of them that they approach you and they ask you what you have, what you're interested in. Uh, it's a booming time now in India for uh, content on digital platforms. It's just come in and it's and uh, everyone's busy making it. Uh, this actually came in through uh, a, a decision was uh, is the rights owned by a co-producer of us in, in the UK. And he had the rights. And together, Netflix India were really excited to putting it out. And so we all made it together. Uh, I mean, you're right. It's a booming time. Sacred Games, Made in Heaven, Delhi Crime, uh, everything being kind of accepted really well. Yeah, it's a good time. I think it's accepted well uh, by a Indian audiences. And we're proud of the content that we're making here that we can share with the rest of the world. And, and it doesn't need a really strong cultural nuance to accept and understand the story. Uh, you could be from, I mean, we're getting messages from non-cricketing uh, playing nations as well that really love the show, which is which is really positive for us. Do you think, um, you know, Netflix, Amazon Prime, uh, they encourage filmmakers to be slightly more e- experimental where, you know, possibly you couldn't show a film like this uh, in a cinema or it, it works better for, in terms of the reputation, the web has? Yeah, I think it's picky there because I feel there is a fundamental difference between, between cinema and the web. The web really starts with characters. Uh, and a film starts with, for me personally, starts with an incident or something. So it's it's really what are we watching? Are we following these li- lives of these characters? Are we seeing what happens after this incident unfolds? You know, uh, for example, Pablo Escobar was the biggest villain in the world, and now he's a hero to everyone uh, through through Narcos. You know, um, and a character. Well, yeah, and and I mean, what else can we expect from you? Um, are you working on anything else? Yeah, we're working on. Uh, on a new show which is about uh, uh, kids from different parts of India that end up in a college in uh, in America uh-huh. uh, in a Midwest college and it's their undergrad life it's really seeing uh, uh, how that experience goes through so considering we have so many students every year studying out of India uh, so we're trying to put that together um, uh, AR Rahman is is is, help, is is collaborating with us through the music so I really want to make something that's that's 
that that's really Indian, you know, with music and, yeah. and has a lot of that has a lot of excitement, has a lot of joy, and has a lot of dance, and and yet has that adolescent confusion as well attached to it. Well, Karen, can I just say thank you for talking to us and best of luck with Selection Day. Thank you for having me. All the best. Uh, Karen Balani, the director and producer of Selection Day, uh, which you can see on Netflix. Thank you for downloading the best bits of Raj and Pablo. Don't forget, you can listen live every Saturday on the BBC Asian Network from 10am until 1pm. Until next time, love us, love Bollywood. Bye. Catch up with loads more from BBC Asian Network online or on the BBC iPlayer radio app.
Now, our muscles from Mumbai, who we're talking about, Salila Charia, who joins us every Saturday with the Inside Scoop, is on the line. Hi, Salil, how are you doing? Perfect, guys. How are you guys doing? Really good, really good. Now, there's been three releases, but you've watched The Ghazi Attack, India's first ever submarine movie. Tell us more. You know, whenever you think about submarine films, you've got U Boat 571, which is an amazing Hollywood film which had Matthew McConaughey in it. Uh-huh. You know, it was uh, very well done. So, you know, we, whenever we look at India, we think about border as far as a, a war film is concerned. Mm. You, know, you, you think about LOC Cargill because you know about that. But if you go back in time, you don't really know about what happened in the 71 war. So the premise was very strong, where they decided that they're going to show a film not so much as a war between India and Pakistan, but rather a war that took place between then East Pakistan or Bangladesh and Pakistan and how India got involved in between. So, you know, you had a very good motley group of, uh, group of characters in it. You had Atul Kulkarni, who I feel is one of the most underrated actors uh, in all of Bollywood till now. You remember, you've got to remember he's been there since Ranjeeva Sandhi, and, you know, he doesn't get his due. Then you had Rana Dagobari, who after Bahubali has become a very, very familiar name for Indian audiences in the north of India. And then you had perhaps one of the finest test that we have, that is K.K. Menon. And also, albeit in a cameo, Tabsi Pannu, who's been, will become the flavor of the, of the season. Yes. So she just really uh, had a bit of a supporting role in this. The other film today that's released, Running Shadi, yeah. uh, she's got a far better role in that. But in Gandhi Attack, the boys did a very good job. The scripting was fantastic. The sound design, uh, the attention to detail, it was just fantastic. The first time director, Sankal Reddy, coming out and showing what an inside of a submarine looks like. And I was just blown away. Yes, the story towards the end, you know, became a little heroic to show Rana Dagobadi as, as a hero. But otherwise, if you really want to see an Indian film without songs, without fl- any thrills attached to it, this is one to watch out for. Oh, wow. Uh, wow. You mentioned um, um, uh, Darpsi Bandu there. And yes, Running Shadi is the other release. It's had a limited release here. Uh, but what's so great about her performance? You know, in, in uh, Running Shadi, she's fantastic. You know, you, you see her in pink and she's very strong. Uh, you know, a couple of trailers now of Nam Shabana, that is a prequel to Baby coming out. She's become super fit. In this, she's this auntie, you know, who doesn't care about her weight. I mean, I, I think Tapsi's probably the only actress in all of Bollywood who isn't uh, appearing in front of screen literally without any makeup. She's got no eyeliner, no lipstick. She doesn't care about it. It's all about the character. And we haven't seen too many like that. So this girl really has a very big 2017 in front of her. And, you know, it's not about the hits and misses with her. It's going to be about her choice of films. And uh, if I was an actor, I'd be really excited if I was Tabsi Pannu. Why is there so much buzz about her? Because like, for a lot of people, she just come from nowhere. Uh, actually, she hasn't come from nowhere. She was actually a very big actress down south. You know, and uh, a lot of people, she did a really big film uh, with Nagarjun, you know. And uh, so she did become a big name down south. It's just that people don't know that. You know, once they get to know that, then they say, oh, okay. You know, in, even in India, there's a big divide in cinema, north and south. So like I said, nobody knew who Prabhas was when he came uh-huh. down to Bahubali. And he was a superstar down south. Now everybody knows who he is. So don't worry, Tapsi will have her time. And I think at the end of 2017, she's in Juruva as well. So, you know, you'll see her there with uh, Varun Dhawan. I think that'll be the big commercial blockbuster that she's going to be looking out for. Uh, now, uh, Shahid Kapoor and Kangana. Uh, Shahid's going to be on the show a bit later on. But is this Cold War still happening Oh, you bet. <laughs> Three days ago, they're on my show. Uh-huh. You know, I, I have to say this. Kamala, uh, so uh, two excerpts of a conversation with me. 
Kangana says, I love the fact that I'm the central character in this film. Shahid goes, of course, because there are three central characters in the film Rangoon. Ooh. Then Kangana goes, and this is while I'm sitting there, it was the most awful situation. I don't know what to say. Then <laughs> Shahid Kapoor, of course, says, Kangana's a very rehearsed impromptu in her performance. And Kangana was, Shahid, a 36-year-old boy in the body of a 16-year-old guy. <laughs> and then there's, of course, a bit of a fight. So a lot of it is playful also, but you can see the apparent... Well, let's just say they don't have to be friends, but something or the other told me that a little bit more was going on there as far as the Cold War was concerned. Ooh. Well, you do know that love and hate are of the same coin, as they say. Yeah, well, he's now a two-time big award winner with Heather as well as with uh-huh. uh, Urta Punjab. And she's a national award winner. Uh, so it always happens. I, I like it. The best should fight it out. <laughs> can, I, can I just say, like, not being a cynical person of at course all, not, right? Raj. You know, this whole Kangana and Shahid thing, right? Is this just a kind of act to get away from the real problem or issue, which was Shahid and Saif Ali Khan? No. Saif Ali Khan is, is also there. I mean, also he didn't get along. I know that. Uh-huh. But, but Shahid and Kangana is so apparent because, you see, in front of a camera, when you're out there on national television, I've seen the best of them fake it. Now, if you don't, you know, if there's a problem, uh, you wouldn't end up faking it. They're not even trying to stop it. They're very apparent with their bits. And, you know, it's, it's, it's uh, widely uh, documented now as well. And it's not an act. I can tell you for sure. It's not an act. I've uh, hung out with Kangana a lot in the last two weeks to know the fact that it's not an act at all. Now, what's happening with Katrina Kef? Is she, re- is she really turning producer? Yes, she's launching Isabel, her sister, Isabel did a small film in Canada a while back, which Akshay Kumar had produced. But now, uh, I think now that she's single and that she does have the patronage of Salman Khan, she decided to turn producer and Isabel is going to be launched. Her sister is going to be doing a Bollywood film. Well, that's going to be something to look out for. And it's great that sister, uh, they're both supporting each other. Yeah, well, they will. Katrina Kaif, no matter what you say, no matter the fact that, you know, she's a lovely girl. You know, Mm. you keep saying that she can't act. A lot of people say that. And you know what she says? Of course I can't act. I'm so sorry. I've done 27 films and made a thousand and gazillion millions of dollars. You know, I love it. She's very happy with that. She says, I didn't come out here to be an actress. I became one. And you've got to hand it to her. Don't criticize her for things that she never set out to do. She never claims to be uh, like the Vidya Balans and the Kanganas of the world. And you can't help the fact. Audiences' love cannot be bought. If they do like her, there's nothing anybody can do about it. Do you think she'll make a, a foreign to Hollywood as well? I doubt it. I doubt she'd go there because, <laughs> yeah, yeah I, think, I think she's very happy with the number of things that she's done. Mm-hmm. She's very competitive. Let me just uh, also let you know. She's very, very competitive. That's why she did Chikni Chameli, to just prove to the world that, you know, I can actually do a Hindi song as well. She's very, very hardworking. She's been two and a half weeks into that. So I don't think she'll go into Hollywood as yet because she's not yet become Priyanka Chopra and Deepika Padukone in Bollywood. But English, star, is, yes. but English is a first language. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, but you want to be careful. You know, you don't want to do like what Nargis Fakhri did in Spy. Yeah. You want to do a nice film where, you know, you're hot, yes, you look international, yes, but it should be a neaty role. Very true, That's very true. true. Uh, Salil, thank you very, very much. Thanks, guys. Take care.